Isaiah chapter 53. Who would have believed what we just heard? When was the Lord's power revealed through him? He sprouted up like a twig before God, like a root out of parched soil. He had no stately form or majesty that might catch our attention. No special appearance that we should want to follow him. He was despised and rejected by people, one who experienced pain and was acquitted with illness. People hid their faces from him. He was despised and we considered him insignificant. But he lifted up our illnesses, he carried our pain. Even though we thought we were being punished, attacked by God and afflicted for something he had done. He was wounded because of our rebellious deeds, crushed because of our sins. He endured punishment that made us well. Because of his wounds we have been healed. All of us had wandered off like sheep. Each of us had strayed off his own path. But the Lord caused the sin of all of us to attack him. He was treated harshly and afflicted, but he did not even open his mouth. Led like a lamb to the slaughtering block, like a sheep silent before her shearers, he did not even open his mouth. He was led away after an unjust trial, but who even cared? Indeed, he was cut off from the land of the living because of the rebellion of his own people. He was wounded. They intend to bury him with criminals, but he ended up in a rich man's tomb because he had committed no violent deeds, nor had he spoken deceitfully. Though the Lord desired to crush him and make him ill, once restitution is made, he will see descendants and enjoy long life, and the Lord's purpose will be accomplished through him. Having suffered, he will reflect on his work. He will be satisfied when he understands what he has done. My servant will acquit many, for he carried their sins. So I will assign him a portion with the multitudes. He will divide the spoils of victory with the powerful, because he willingly submitted to death and was numbered with the rebels when he lifted up the sin of many and intervened on behalf of the rebels. Isaiah chapter 54, Zion will be secure. Shout for joy, O barren one who has not given birth. Give a joyful shout and cry out, you who have not been in labour. For the children of the desolate one are more numerous than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Make your tent larger, stretch your tent curtains farther out. Spare no effort, lengthen your ropes and pound your stakes deep. For you will spread out to the right and to the left, your children will conquer nations and you will resettle desolate cities. Don't be afraid, for you will not be put to shame. Don't be intimidated, for you will not be humiliated. You will forget about the shame you experienced in your youth. You will no longer remember the disgrace of your abandonment. For your husband is the one who made you. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He is your protector, the Holy One of Israel. He is called God of the entire earth. Indeed, the Lord will call you back like a wife who has been abandoned and suffers from depression, like a young wife when she has been rejected, says your God. For a short time I abandoned you. With, with great compassion I will gather you. In a burst of anger I rejected you momentarily, but with lasting devotion I will have compassion on you, says your protector, the Lord. As far as I am concerned, this is like in Noah's time, when I avowed that waters of Noah's flood would never again cover the earth. In the same way, I have vowed that I will not be angry at you or shout at you. Even if the mountains are removed and the hills displaced, 
my devotion will not be removed from you, nor will my covenant of friendship be displaced, says the Lord, the one who has compassion on you. O afflicted one, driven away and unconsoled, look, I am about to set your stones in antimony and lay your foundation in lapis lazuli. I will make your pinnacles out of gems, your gates out of beryl, and your outer walls out of beautiful stones. All your children will be followers of the Lord, and your children will enjoy great prosperity. You will be re-established when I vindicate you. You will not experience oppression. Indeed, you will not be afraid. You will not be terrified, for nothing frightening will come near you. If anyone dares to challenge you, it will not be my doing. Whoever tries to challenge you will be defeated. Look, I create the craftsman who fans the coals into fire and forges a weapon. I create the destroyer so that he might devastate. No weapon forged to be used against you will succeed. You will refute everyone who tries to accuse you. This is what the Lord will do for his servants. I will vindicate them, says the Lord. Isaiah chapter 55, the Lord gives an invitation. Hey, all you who are thirsty, come to water. You who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why pay money for something that will not nourish you? Why spend your hard-earned money on something that will not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is nourishing. Enjoy fine food. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so you can live. Then I will make an unconditional covenantal promise to you, just like the reliable covenantal promises I made to David. Look, I made him a witness to nations, a ruler, a commander of nations. Look, you will summon nations you did not previously know. Nations that did not previously know will run to you, because the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he bestows honour on you. Seek the Lord while he makes himself available. Call to him while he is nearby. The wicked need to abandon their lifestyle and sinful people their plans. They should return to the Lord and he will show mercy to them and to their God, for he will freely forgive them. Indeed, my plans are not like your plans and my deeds are not like your deeds, says the Lord. For just as the sky is higher than the earth, so my deeds are superior to your deeds, and my plans superior to your plans. The rain and snow fall from the sky and do not return, but instead water the earth and make it produce and yield crops and provide seed for the planter and food for those who must eat. In the same way, the promise that I make does not return to me, having accomplished nothing. No, it is realised as I desire and is fulfilled as I intend. Indeed, you will go out with joy, you will be led along with peace. The mountains and the hills will give a joyful shout before you, and all the trees in the field will clap their hands. Evergreens will grow in place of thorn bushes, firs will grow in place of nettles. They will be a monument to the Lord, a permanent reminder that will remain. Psalm 128, A Song of Ascents How blessed is every one of the Lord's loyal followers, each one who keeps his commands. You will eat what you work so hard to grow. You will be blessed and secure. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine in the inner rooms of your house. Your children will be like olive branches as they sit all around your table. Yes, indeed, the man who fears the Lord will be blessed in this way. 
May the Lord bless you from Zion, that you might see Jerusalem prosper all the days of your life, and that you might see your grandchildren. May Israel experience peace. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Christ's Resurrection. Now, I want to make clear for you, brothers and sisters, the gospel that I preach to you, that you received and on which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. For I passed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the Twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred of the brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as though to one born at the wrong time, he appeared to me also. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me has not been in vain. In fact, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God with me. Whether then it was I or they, this is the way we preach, and this is the way you believed. No resurrection. Now, if Christ is being preached as raised from the dead, how can some say that there is no resurrection from the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is futile and our faith is empty. Also, we are found to be false witnesses about God because we have testified against God that he raised Christ from the dead, when in reality he did not raise him if indeed the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is useless. You are still in your sins. Furthermore, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have also perished. For if only in this life we have hope in Christ, we should be pitied more than anyone. But now Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also came through a man. For just as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ the firstfruits. Then when Christ comes, those who belong to him. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, when he has brought to an end all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be eliminated is death. For he has put everything in subjection under his feet. But when it says everything has been put in subjection, it is clear that this does not include the one who put everything in subjection to him. And when all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will be subjected to the one who subjected everything to him so that God may be all in all. Otherwise, what will those do who are baptised for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, then why are they baptised for them? Why, too, are we in danger every hour? Every day I am in danger of death. This is as sure as my boasting in you, which I have in Christ our Lord. If from a human point of view I fought with wild beasts at Ephesus, 
what did it benefit me? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Sober up as you should and stop sinning, for some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. The Resurrection Body But someone will say, How are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? Fool! What you sow will not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. But God gives it a body just as he planned, and to each of the seeds a body of its own. All flesh is not the same. People have one flesh, animals have another, birds and fish another. And there are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. The glory of the heavenly body is one sort, and the earthly another. There is another glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for stars differ from star in glory. It is the same with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonour. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised in a spiritual body. There is a natural body. There is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living person. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual did not come first, but the natural and then the spiritual. The first man is from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. Like the one made of dust, so too are those made of dust. And like the one from heaven, so too are those who are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, let us also bear the image of the man of heaven. Now, this is what I am saying, brothers and sisters. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the blinking of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must be put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. Now when this perishable puts on the imperishable, and this mortal puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will happen. Death has been swallowed up by victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks to God, who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, dear brothers and sisters, be firm. Do not be moved. Always be outstanding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labour is not in vain in the Lord.